Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. All right, welcome back to another episode of the show with me, of course, and we're talking my book, Memorable Lessons to Leave a Legacy. So if you're just joining us, we're going on a journey, really, in into the 22 chapters that I wrote in the book. And I'm doing this because I think it's important to understand why I added each characteristic in, what they mean to me, what I define them as, and then to sort of see, okay, is this chapter written for you, what you're wanting? And hopefully, I mean, if you read the book, you'll get a lot more questions, examples, and how-tos. So we're not necessarily going into the how-tos of each skill in this series, but we're definitely talking stories, my own personal experience with the trait and why I really decided to put it in the book. So today I wanted to come on because, well, one, I got my hair done. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my fresh new hair, which is always a good feeling. (laughs) If you're listening, well, maybe it just, maybe I just sound a little bit happier and like I have a bit of a, a little bit of a bounce in my step. So doing my hair always makes me feel good. So when we talk about curiosity, what I really want to get across is that it's a mindset and it's a skill that you develop over the rest of your life. We see what happens a lot of times when we're kids, it sort of gets beaten out of us, unfortunately. And my reason for including it in the 22 skills is because I think it's imperative to being the best you can be, whether that's professionally, personally, in your relationships, it doesn't really matter to me the context. I think if you approach something with curiosity, you're going to get a lot more out of it than with a sense of, let's say, knowing or certainty. Um, I think curiosity opens us up and that's really what we need when it comes to growth and improvement. So that's why it's in the book. I could not imagine writing a book without curiosity in it. Um, I think this chapter is for anyone who feels stuck in their thinking or stuck in their lives. If you feel like you're a little bit stubborn and maybe sometimes you you sort of come across as a know-it-all or you've gotten that feedback of being stubborn, this chapter might be for you. If you're feeling stagnant in any way, and I want to kind of emphasize that, again, right, you can be stubborn in certain ways of thinking or certain areas of your life. doesn't mean you're stubborn in all ways. So I would also ask everyone, even if you don't think you're that stubborn, to say, okay, where am I stagnant in my thinking? Where am I stuck in the same way of thinking? Because everyone, everyone has those things that you just do by habit, right? Because of course we can't, every time we do something, we can't approach it in a totally new fashion or else we'd be starting from scratch, which is what babies do. And that's a lot It's a huge learning curve if we started from scratch on every single thing we did throughout the day. Every single time you brushed your teeth, you said, okay, how can I do this differently? How might I innovate on this? It'd be a lot longer for you to get through your morning routine if you did that with everything you do. So I get that you might not be curious about every single thing you do in your life, but maybe that's where the opportunity lies. Maybe you can for three out of five things that you do in your day you know, that you kind of habitually do. Maybe you can look at, okay, how can I bring curiosity to this? I think that's a game changer. Um, 
And so, I mean, for me, this really, I've been curious my whole life. I ask a lot of questions. Anyone that knows me, I mean, literally as a coach, that's what I do is ask questions. But even in my personal life, whether it's what's this ingredient on this food packaging or, you know, how do you, how did you do this highlighting technique on my hair? What's it called? Where are you from? I mean, I'm just full of questions for people, whether, uh, whether they know me or not. And I think that curiosity is something that's fundamental to who I am that being said if you're more introverted and not someone that maybe off the bat would say oh I'm going to get curious and then share it with someone else I think that that there's an opportunity there as well so if you're of course in your own mind questioning things there's a very natural opportunity that opens up there for you to go and connect with someone because if you're questioning hey you know um I've always wanted to go to Italy or Vietnam or whatever. Who do I know or who can I reach out to that might be able to share a story with me or maybe just a travel story? So maybe they haven't been exactly where you want to go, but they're a traveler that you know. For example, I was just listening to a podcast episode um, and they were talking about this where we feel like we're a burden to people. And I definitely get that myself. My goodness, (laughs) that feeling that if I reach out or if I say something, or if I ask for help, that I'm a burden. I think if we approach those types of scenarios of needing help with curiosity, we'll get a very different answer. And Max, as you can hear, really agrees in the background. (laughs) So curiosity bringing that to when you need help can be a game changer because rather than feeling like you're a burden, you might actually be inviting someone into your headspace, into your life and into sharing about their expertise, which most people love to do and isn't a burden at all. So I think inviting someone in with a question is always going to be received better than a command. And that's really what I love about coaching and why I got into coaching, because I realized that a lot of times consulting or teaching, telling, while it definitely has its place, doesn't always lead to the desired result. You give someone advice, they don't take it, you're frustrated, they're frustrated because you think you know better than them. And you haven't really gone to the core of the matter, which is, hey, I was coming to you, I just wanted to get this off my chest and sort of, I guess, untangle it for myself in my, from my mind, untangle it, put it out there and then reconfigure it. And when you're able to ask questions, good questions, I think it heightens your ability to self-coach and coach others because that's really what coaching is, is sort of guided questioning in a certain framework. So not to say that after reading my book, you will be a certified coach by any means, but my intention was for sure to support you to get curious in every single chapter about what do I think about this? What's my definition of this skill? How do I use it in my life? And we really go into a bunch of questions for each chapter and each skill to get you a sense of, okay, this is what this means to me. This is what I want out of my life in this capacity. So I would extend the same question to you today about curiosity. How do you employ it already in your life? And what, where are you maybe stuck? where you might be able to bring it in, right? What area? Is it money? Is it your health? Is it your fitness? Is it your relationships, your work? Where are you feeling like you're a bit stuck? Maybe you're hiding, you know, hiding some things under the rug. What areas of your life 
would benefit from a bit of curiosity and kind of looking under the hood, if you will. So that's a little bit about that. I think when it comes to, um, you know, something this, so I wrote this note and I'm reading it going, oh man, do I want to get into this? I, I think I do. Uh, when it comes to religion, I think there's a big tendency to feel certain about wherever you've drawn your line in the sand, similar to politics. A lot of people kind of believe what they believe and there's no discussion and it's very polarizing and just look, I, I believe in God or I don't. I'm, I'm Democrat or Republican. I'm liberal or conservative. I subscribe to this theory or I don't. And then the moment you are in a certain camp, you're kind of stuck there. And I think that's similar again, back to stagnant, right? So the antidote to stagnant or stuck or stubborn. The antidote is always, in my opinion, curiosity. Because if I'm stuck in my thinking, okay, I believe this, this is the way it is. Well, that's being certain. And if I've learned anything over the course of my life and my experiences, it's that not too much is really certain. I mean, we think it is, and there are established institutions, rules, customs, you know, theories, but that does not mean that it's truth. Very few things are truth on a very, very fundamental level. And so when something is fundamentally true, I, we can get to the core of that. And then I think we're cooking, but everything else, right? There's so much variation. So when it comes to, you know, the really contentious topics like politics and religion, if you are very much so lying in the sand on a certain side, I think this chapter and this quality, this skill is really for you. Because what happens, I think, as we age as well, is that, you know, when we're kids and then in our teens and then our early 20s and 30s, you know, we're still there, things are still sort of questioning. But as every second kind of passes by, I think we get somehow more and more self-assured, which is good in a lot of ways. We don't doubt ourselves. We're better at making choices, hopefully, because we have experience, you know, under our belt. That's great. But it does lead to, you know, expert bias and people overestimating their expertise in certain fields, which, which really, I mean, I was reading a study about it and I don't know what it was. It's many years ago in university, but they talked about how doctors essentially we'll get this expert bias. And the thing is that new research comes up all the time. And so if you're not learning, if you're not growing, if you're not changing, then you're falling behind. And of course, there's a side of that that's exhausting. And I'm not trying to perpetuate any kind of burnout hustle culture whatsoever. That is not the name of my game. That's not what I'm about. But what I'm saying is you, you need to make time for curiosity in every part of your life. And the more you can embed it into the way you live, the more you'll be surprised, the more magical life will be, the more you'll see and do and experience. Curiosity really opens up the magic of life. That's why kids see everything is so magical because it's the first time they're seeing it. So I think the more you can bring curiosity to your life, the better your life will be because the stuck in the mud very complacent, stubborn mindset in any context or facet of life is what causes people to fall behind. And I think ultimately be very unsatisfied because there's no margin for any error or any room for any other opinion or viewpoint. I mean, man, and there are things that I think, right, that I know 
Like, for example, I think that I know that curiosity is remarkably important. And if somebody came and said, hey, you know what, this particular element of curiosity is actually detrimental to the way we develop or our relationships, I would say, yeah, okay, maybe I can consider that. But if we're not questioning, if we're not in dialogue, if we're not questioning ourselves and what are, what's being told to us, if there's no questioning happening at all, I think we're doomed because it means that we're getting information, we're receiving it, there's no analysis happening at a conscious or unconscious level, and we're just taking it in as truth. And like I said earlier, there are only very few fundamental truths, right? So if someone's spitting out doctrine or ideology to you or dogma, I mean, you got to be very careful about what you say yes to. And it's tough because in a societal, we all want to belong. And so when society or our group tells us this is the way, this is the correct way, questioning can not only be, you know, an added layer to your mental process, but it can be almost dangerous. It can be dangerous to be the black sheep, to go against the herd, to question why have we been doing it this way for so long? What is this the best way? Can we do it another way? What might that be? When we start asking questions, people that benefit from complacency, from people just nodding and saying yes, right? That kind of acceptance, I guess is the word I'm looking for. People that benefit from complacency are not going to be happy that questions are being asked logically right so i think that no matter what arena you're in no matter how sure you are about things if you consider you know a surprise that happened in your life good or bad you it will remind you that hey there are surprises in life again good and bad and we can't plan everything and we surely definitely don't know everything. I am so clear that the more I learn, the less I know, because there's just so much. The world, life, knowledge is so vast and spans over so many topics and dimensions. And even the deeper I go into coaching, which I've spent years on, every single coaching conversation I have, it's like, wow, hey, okay, that question really worked. Or, hey, you know what? That person had a really great insight. I'm constantly learning. So I just want to encourage you to really tap into how you can bring this into your life in an authentic way, the places that you feel stuck, the places where you feel you know it all. Those are the biggest untapped opportunities for you to really harness curiosity in your life. And I hope that the chapter in the book really brings that forward even further for you. And I just want to thank you for going along this journey of these episodes with me. If you're interested in the book, the link to purchase it is in the show notes. So I'd be honored if you purchased the book. And if there's someone you think would benefit too, I mean, share it with them. That's how this podcast gets to more people. And it really does make a difference. That one person makes a difference because if everyone that listened to this show shared just one time, I mean, my audience would double, triple, quadruple, like it would just exponentially grow. So your action magnifies my impact. It literally doubles it right? Because you're one person and you share it with one person, that's two, it's double just in that one interaction. So I want you to know how important what you do and you sharing this or my book or anything I do, my name, my podcast, my website, any link, the more you share that, the better off my show is and the more people that benefit. So if you're getting value from this, that would mean the world to me. And I'm again, grateful and hope that you continue to go on 
through this series. The next chapter will be on contribution, which is a really interesting one. So we'll be talking that in the next episode. And I just want to wish you well as you continue through the rest of your day until we meet again.